Welcome, you're listening to Sansiche. Where you'll find everything to do with spirituality, life lessons, holistic living, and medicine. To become your true self. We all have stories, journeys, experiences, and love. Here's your host, Aaron O'Dowd. Welcome to Sansish. This is Aaron O'Dowd, your host. Today we have Patty Greer. She is a musician, film director of the Crop Circle. I've been watching loads of YouTube videos and reading her website, and she has some amazing documentaries out there that people should sit down and watch. Welcome to the show, Patty. Thank you so much, and hello, Ireland. How exciting across the world. It is indeed. It just shows you how flexible technology is today. I think it's one of the great improvements that we can talk across the world and see each other for free and in the moment. That's it. So, Patty, where did it all begin? Did, it, did this pop up or did you have a earning for this field or as a musician? I had a wake-up call in 2001 where a man that was my partner for four years woke me up in the morning and told me that he had a harrowing night uh, because two balls of light, plasma beings, came into my bedroom, circled the ceiling, and scared the heck out of him. And before they came in, he said, I woke him up by talking in my sleep. And I said, it's not what you see, it's what you don't see. And he couldn't get back to sleep. And then the balls of light came in. And he said that he shook me so hard to wake me up, yelled in my face, and I wouldn't awaken. And he assured me in the morning that it wasn't a dream because I kept saying, wow, cool dream, honey. And he said, it wasn't a dream. I know what I saw and I couldn't wake you up. What happened? And it took me years to realize that I had been taken that night. And it took me until six weeks ago to really learn, Aaron, who these balls of light are. And for your listeners, I just want to give you my website so you can be looking at photos of crop circles and these balls of light while the show is going because it will really give you a bigger picture because these are visible communications from the inner earth, from the sky beings, and from human mass intelligence. My website is www.pattygreer.com, pattygreer.com. First of all, your website and other notes and your documentaries and uh, titles of your music as well will be in the show notes um, in text. So, um, wow, it's an amazing experience to start off the, the show. Explain the crop circles what is it and how the explanation of it well the crop circles have been appearing for hundreds of years they've been documented and the epicenter of documentation appears to be in wiltshire england not far from you and the crop circles have been documented around the world on all continents and i think i keep using the word documented because there must be one to two to ten to twenty times as many crop circles appearing on the planet as we ever hear about. And the ones that are documented 
the media has been demanded to not mention because um, those still in power today, not for much longer, are hiding all of the UFO phenomena and mainly crop circles because they are ETs communicating with us because they're scared. If they can't explain it and they can't control it, they don't want the world to know. But they don't have a choice. Too many people are having experiences. Too many people have seen the balls of light. And when people are invited to look at the images of crop circles, everybody receives something. How do they experience it? Through transportation, out of body, balls of light? How do they know? I think that everybody experiences it in a different way. And if you can't get to England to see the crop circles for yourself or a farm nearby where you live, if you're lucky enough to hear about it, the best way is to look at the best documentaries. And, um, and when I say best, I don't mean I'm biased about mine, but the ones that tell the truth rather than dishonor the phenomena with misinformation. And because mine are so honest, I have been hacked for four years. Because mine are so complete with information, I was found by some distributors who basically gave me a teeny bit of money up front and then hid my first four movies from the public. I'm still dealing with that today and uh, hopefully not much longer. But I don't know if the hacking is, is um, connected to those that are hiding my movies, but I have people looking into it and all of it um, has to go away because people are waking up. People are really getting it that we're not uh, the exceptional ones here. You know, we are occupying the planet, but I can't even fathom, Erin, what it must be like to be an advanced species looking down on us, creating wars, creating fracking wells, and destroying this beautiful planet. And because we have the ability to move into a new paradigm of much higher consciousness that honors the planet and our sister and brother planets out there, the uh, small-minded ones that are still in control, unfortunately, today, are doing everything they can to hide it. It just shows you that fear still exists in the evolving world as we know today. Well, you know, the fear, though, isn't the people. It's, it's the... Um, those in control, they're so scared of us waking up that they've actually bought up all the media so that they can control not having the important information get out to the public. Now, I don't know about your country, but in America, our newspapers, our magazines, our television is completely one-sided, which is fear, fear, fear. And so on the news, we don't get good news and evolutionary news. We get murders, stabbings, carjackings, fires, volcanoes. It's, it's so wrong, you know, and what's happening now, thank God for the internet and shows like yours, the people are getting the real information. I personally sold my television last year and I'm not replacing it. Your music background, did that come from an early age or was that up recently or how did that come about? I've been playing piano since I was six, and I started playing the harp when I was 18 in college. I saw them in the practice rooms, and 
jumped on it because harp, I would have never thought that there were six of them to pick from. So I mastered the harp in a few years and made a couple of really beautiful CDs, which happen to be in all of my movies now um, as the soundtracks. And it was very interesting that those words I said in my sleep in the beginning of this interesting contact that I've been having, it's not what you see, it's what you don't see. And I actually went on to say a second line to my partner, which really creeped him out. I said, it's not who you know, it's who you really are. Now, who does that in their sleep unless they are having contact, getting information? And that night when he could not wake me up for anything, he said he was shaking the bed, yelling in my face, he couldn't bring me back. I learned uh, in 2010 that indeed I had been taken and um, what happened after that was just my life completely changed. Four years later, I decided to get the toxic silver fillings out of my teeth. In America, they call them amalgam, but they're 50% mercury. They're absolute toxic garbage. And I don't know if your country still allows it. A lot of Europe chose to not poison their people, but in America, they're still doing it. And the poor young dentists in college and in dental school are being taught how to put mercury fillings into people still. It's inexcusable that the people at the top of the political game, and I call it a game because um, there's nothing good about it anymore. America's politics are so completely corrupt that we find the intelligent community that it's not even worth fixing. The whole thing needs to be left behind. It's old paradigm and it's rotted from the inside out. The Federal Reserve, the IRS, the FBI, the CIA, they're not working for the people and the people are getting it. So it's a wake up call. And in the beginning, all my movies were called wake up call because uh, it woke me up to a reality which has cost me many of my friends that don't wanna know they want to go get their fingernails polished and go shopping for more synthetic clothing. And for the first few years of really getting all this, which in the beginning I thought, because the news told me that they were all conspiracy theorists talking about this, I realize now that all of it is true and has happened that I was hearing in Europe years ago when I began this process of making movies, um, that the conspiracy theorists, is a name put on the people who just knew before the rest of us. So if they can put a bad name on intelligent, smart, wise wisdom keepers and whistleblowers and truth tellers, then the general masses that are still willing to drink diet colas filled with poison are going to believe it. And if all the news and television says, hey, hey, drink diet cola, go to McDonald's, put that stuff in your body and rock, uh, the people fall for it. And when we say no to things that we know are unhealthy for humanity, fracking, GMOs, all of this will go away. And the extraterrestrial presence has been around longer than we have because we're not the oldest planet um, at all. But they're showing up a lot more for a lot of people that they feel they can trust. And it's interesting how some of us have had our health threatened and challenged 
and you mentioned that you're experiencing something in your life that's made you be a little bit less social out in the world of shopping and nail polish. For me, I was a musician my whole life, and when I had the mercury fillings removed, I went to a dentist who was a criminal, and I didn't realize when I laid back in his chair that he was going to put new mercury fillings in me, although we had agreed on uh, porcelain and gold. So I was poisoned by a dentist in America, and because this country has to not tell the truth about mercury poisoning in your teeth, the doctors give the wrong blood test here. So I believed my doctors for seven years. When I finally had the correct blood test, I learned that I was one of the worst cases the lab had ever seen, and that in fact it was what had happened to my health. So I went back to my doctors four years ago with the correct blood test and the results. They gave me seven tests that were the wrong test and said negative, no mercury, go back to sleep. And then I got the correct test where I was in the red zone because my doctors had lied to me for seven years. So I handed them the correct test. And I said, please, honor the people that come in your office. And every year I call and say, do you offer the inorganic mercury test? And they don't. They can't or they will lose their license. We are not being run by people that care about their their public. And so we are at the point where everything is about to collapse. The money systems, the fraud, the corruption, it's all about to really be exposed and it won't be allowed any further. So I'm excited about this new paradigm coming up and I'm working with a lot of groups that are working on free energy and I think that the free energy, which has been gifted to us by extraterrestrials and the Earth, um, I think that a lot of the, what do we call them, schematics and formulas for free energy have been shown to us in prop circles. And I think that the, those that are still in charge, unfortunately, are so scared of losing all that money by fracking the planet and creating wars so that they can steal oil from other countries after they kill most of the people. They're scared that they're going to be stopped because they know that the people are waking up around the world. We have everything we need to have free energy. And you're aware of that in Ireland, aren't you? We are indeed. You said you only discovered this information the last uh, few, few years. What made you discover this information? Was it someone told you or an experience or...? It's totally contact. I don't do research. I don't look at other people's books. I've looked at a number of movies, made mine, but none of this was planned. For me, after I got poisoned, because my doctors lied, I was so desperate to heal that I went and laid in cross circles in England. I would have done anything other than cut off my hands, but what happened to me as a harpist, pianist, for 33 years, my fingertips turned into um, challenge tips, and wow. my fingertips have had open sores for 10 years from the mercury poisoning. The doctor, both my doctors, and the dentist got off for free. They didn't even get a hand slip because um, in America they they get away with these things. So it made me very passionate once I learned that the doctors and dentists know better but they're lying or they'll lose their license 
it made me very passionate about going public. And when I started going in crop circles to heal my body, which it didn't do, I realized now, years later, that the reason I was poisoned isn't because I was a bad person, I deserved it, it was because the circle makers really, really needed me. And the only way to get me to fully focus on this work was to somehow pull me out of my physical life fully. Well, you have a harpist pianist take her fingertips away. <laughs> Once I stopped crying a few years in, um, I started looking elsewhere. And because I couldn't use my hands fully, I started using my brain in ways that I never had before. And that's when my awakening really kicked in. Wow, that's an extraordinary um, experience and story to share now, but I say the pain was uh, dramatic at the time. I'm still in band-aids today, so it's not totally over, but pretty close. I see. Your first documentary you made, how did that come out? And describe how it was, the idea came and how it was meant uh, documented. Good question, Aaron. Thank you. Uh, I was laying in crop circles, and my first year was um, very rainy, so I couldn't really lay down. I just experienced them for the first time, and the hair stood up on my arms. I had goosebumps head to toe. It was so physically noticeable that I was just completely um, moved to come back the next year for a lot longer. So in 2007, my second year in the crop circles, I went in... Uh, crop circles every single day and my second I think it was my second crop circle that summer I was taken again and I only know that I was taken because when I opened my eyes from thinking that I had passed out I saw things in the sky that I had never seen before and I see them all the time now and I know that they are plasma plasma everywhere and plasma is one of the elements we have Solids, liquids, gas, plasma, light. So it's up there, very light density, where only if you take the time to look into the sky, go into a stare, relax your vision, everybody can see it. Not if you're shut down and saying, I don't want to, I'm scared, you won't see anything. When you open your eyes and your heart and your mind at the same time, all humans can see a lot now. The skies are full. And I think because we have so many sociopaths that are destroying the planet, we're really getting a lot more visitation from the other world. And it is time for us to wake up and start really doing something to change this paradigm and bring us back to peace. You said taken what do you mean do they choose you or select you or how did that process work i think they do i think that um those of us having contact have probably had many many lifetimes on this planet and i've been doing rituals since i was seven years old so celebrating the full moon celebrating the new moon doing rituals i've always honored the planet in the last bunch of years when I really hurt my hands, or when the dentist really hurt my hands, um, I found myself moving into the mountains. I didn't want to be around people because every time I'd go anywhere, people would say, 
oh, I love your music. Where are you playing? And I'd have to, like, hold up my gloves with Band-Aids on my fingertips and just say, I don't want to talk about it. You know, I mean, it got really draining to tell people that I was hurt. I was poisoned. And um, it was very embarrassing the first few years. Now I quite appreciate it because I no longer do shallow life. I have very little tolerance for shallow life. And I used to have an awful lot more money, but I spent it making six movies. How the movies started, Erin, was that I was laying in a crop circle, and that day when I was taken, and I opened my eyes and saw all this plasma, my brain was thinking differently. And I didn't really get it at the time, but at the end of my nine weeks, I had 1,100 photos that I took myself. That's a lot. And by the end of summer, I went to a convention where all the crop circle speakers from around the world were speaking, and I realized I knew everybody because I'd been laying with them in crop circles all summer, which was really exciting. So they were filming the event, and I, the film crew looked like the coolest guys, and for no reason that I knew, I asked if they would come and, inter and film me and my friends in the crop circle. And I paid them, and they gave me a great deal, and I had no idea I was making my first movie, of many. So, six months later, I finished the film, and I was stumped. I had hired a young kid as an editor, and we had a really fun time putting it together. I couldn't believe how effortless I was uh, at making movies. And I was also pretty stunned that most mornings I was awakened at 3 a.m., I received a lot of information, telepath, tele, telepathy, and I woke up in the morning and I had written all kinds of stuff for the movies, like scribbled it in the dark, and that's how all the movies happened. They all happened through telepathy and through being in England all summer long in the crop circles, interviewing the people that were also, in my opinion, the most authentic croppies. And to me, an authentic crappie is somebody who goes to lots of crop circles day after day after day. And there's a lot of us. Crop circles, is it a farm? Is it grass? Is it a field? What is, is, can it be anywhere? You say, you said it's anywhere. So can it be a field in, a, in the countryside or where? You know, they're showing up all over. And interestingly enough, they've been found in a lot of farm fields of wheat, barley, corn, oats. Brussels sprouts. I mean, come on, those grow on little stiff stumps, but they have found a crop circle in Brussels sprouts even. They have found tips of trees bent in a circle at the top, but again, you can only see it if you fly over. They have found crop circles in dirt, in grass, in sand, and because the media and the still unfortunate leaders of our world are so scared of people getting at how real these are, they get these groups of artists to go out and make human-made crop circles with boards and ropes, and then they send the film media for television to go out and say, see, they're all fake. See, these guys okay. made it. And those are the only guys that really get on the news with crop circles are pretty much hired by um, those that want to lie to the public and then they can carry this lie forward. So it's, I'm stunned at how little talk there is about crop circles. And you remember in, uh, at the turn of 
this century, 2001, we had the two very amazing binary code crop circles. In 2002, right after 9-11, you remember the alien face and the round disc with all the little dots and dashes? I do, yes. That was called the alien face and the disc. And the most alarming thing about that was that the circle makers really wanted us to get the information, so they did not do a vague communication. They put it in a binary code that could be read by scientists, that could be read on computers, because then they knew that we would get their message. And not only did they stick it in a farm field, they stuck it in a farm field with a huge telecommunication tower on the side of the field, hoping that the farmer and the media would be willing to share it with the world because, you know, they're flying over. They don't just pick any field. They pick particular fields where they feel that the message will get out. And I repeat that this right after 9-11, and the day before 9-11, you might recall that $2.3 trillion went missing from the United States Treasury, and it was announced by Donald Rumsfeld, and then the next day, Somebody paid a lot for 9-11 to happen, and I don't know if they're correlated. I'm just saying that those two things happened in 2001, September, and then in the summer of 2002, that alien face and the disc message was delivered to Earth. And what the message said was, beware the bearers of false gifts and their broken promises. Much pain, but still time. Believe there is good out there. We oppose deception. Conduit closing. That's extraordinary. They were predicting what was happening, but they could see what was happening. They could see. And you know, in 2009, we had a very unusual summer where they didn't do sacred geometry or a lot of binary code. They did pictograms, which are pictures. And again, very blatant. Do you remember the dragonfly crop circle that had veins in the wings? No, I don't. Oh, it was so gorgeous. They gave us a summer of birds, fish, scarab beetles, dragonfly, and the birds were a vast collection. They gave us the thunderbird, the phoenix, the owl, a group of sparrows. It just went on and on with birds, and we're going, what's going on? And then they gave us a huge octopus and squid and dolphins swimming in a circle. And these are all pictures laid in fields of wheat, barley, canola, so that all could see. And they were really astounding. They were acres large, beautifully laid down. And that was 2009. And six or eight months later, the BP oil spill happened in America and killed millions of birds and fish and dragonfly. So it was a warning. It was definitely a warning. What's your recent documentary you're going to release or doing? Well, I'm working on one in a different country because I've had such um, dissension in America. Uh, we have quite the media and quite the... Um, I just have had a bad experience with distribution. They've hidden my movies intentionally, so I've decided to go out of the country. And when I was speaking at the International UFO Congress this year, myself and Jaime Malsan from Mexico were the only ones that had a standing ovation. 
And what happened, I think, that gave me such a great response was that two weeks before my talk, I had contact. They came in at three in the morning. That's their time they love. They woke me up and said, speak in crop circles. This is a very important conference. Don't talk a lot. Speak in crop circles. And I thought that was a really lovely message. And I thought, I can do that. And I tried to get back to sleep. They don't let me. So I got up. And eight hours later, I realized that I had gathered in chapters of explanation 321 images of crop circles. And so I overloaded this audience with visible manifestation of ET and inner earth communications, and they got it. You show them that many, and you start to spin the crop circles where people can see, that's propulsion. And that's not on our power, that's on an advanced technology vehicle. And they had a lot of them. When you spin a crop circle, print a bunch up. I'm telling your audience as long as, as well as you, print a bunch of crop circles up, stick it on a cork board, and put a pin in the middle and spin it. And you will see propulsion. Wow. Yeah. So I did show it to the audience. We spun a bunch of them, and you could hear the whole crowd just go, they got it. And I sold every movie I brought. It's extraordinary. My movies are easy to get on my website or Amazon. And um, the hacking has been pretty intentional for the same amount of time as I've had this rotten distribution deal. And, um, you know, I don't think much longer will the media be able to hide the truth. But right now we're still sitting in the sludge right at the edge of evolution. And I know we're going to make it. I am staying on the team of raw, 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 we're going to make it. 2012, was that a shift in the universe? Did they, was there a shift in the crop circles as well? You know, it's just part of the shift. You know, we looked at 2012 as, you know, this big date. But really, it's, it's just the center of a long period of evolution, in my opinion. And as I talk, all I have is my perception to discuss. So I can't say that I'm the end-all, be-all as far as data, um, and I don't study other people's research because um, the circle makers give me so much information, and because I go there most every summer and lay in their circles and take in more information, I have more than enough to present in the movies. When I got my standing ovation this year at the International UFO Congress Convention in America, a uh, major producer from... Canada was there to find a story, and that producer chose me. And so this summer, we flew to Europe with a real cinematographer and a huge amount of gear, including a drone. Oh, how exciting. And I didn't have to set up the camera, run the camera. Instead, it was somebody using 5D cameras. So I knew that this was going to be the best shoot we've ever done, and it is. So my next project is going to hit major TV, and nobody's going to be able to stop this one. So interestingly enough, I was on my way driving to Canada this summer, and I stopped to have a chat with the leading science team that went public with their um, many years, decades of crop circle research, proving on a scientific level, which is what humans need, the crop circles are real. And what I learned six weeks ago has changed my complete 
understanding of how processes are made. And um, I'm going to share a few with your audience now because I think this is going to be one of the bigger UFO stories of all time because it really proves they're real. What this scientist said is that it's the Earth. The Earth is spitting out these messages, not spitting, but sending through vortices these spinning little tornadoes. Tornadoes are going clockwise and counterclockwise, usually in a pair. And they come out of the Earth, and so these are actually, which I never knew until this summer, these are actually messages originating in the Earth from the mother who's being fracked, poisoned, GMO, and she's just, you know, I'm surprised she hasn't just shaken off all of us to see who makes this and hope that maybe we could bring in a new world. But she doesn't do that. Instead, she's sending these messages with all the patience that the Earth can come up with. And so as these vortices come spinning out of the Earth, they get to a particular frequency, and this was told to me by a scientist, they get to a particular frequency where they're spinning clockwise and counterclockwise on the Earth in areas that are usually on ley lines between two sacred sites. So they've got an enhanced energy. Almost all the crop circles are sitting over an aquifer. So these messages are also going into the water. And when they spin to the exact frequency where they can receive, they bring in advanced beam technology, extraterrestrial, and they also, which really surprised me, bring in mass human intelligence. Not mass consciousness of the mini-minds, the small minds, but mass conscious intelligence, which is really fabulous. So what we have in a crop circle are these spinning vortices that when they get to the right frequency pull in mass human intelligence as well as ET technology and then bang, they turn into these visible plasma balls of light. Now that's what I have felt. And that's what all the real properties have seen over there, over the crop circles, are these big balls of light. Now I know for sure that they are plasma. And plasma is in everything. So plasma is going to be one of the last scientific understandings that humans need to move into to join the other higher dimensional um, realms. We have had it hidden from us, but what the scientist team discovered was that if you can map out the plasma field of, for instance, water, and you can measure the plasma field of water, then you can learn to manipulate the field to recreate water. The last bunch of years was they worked on manipulating plasma. And because crop circle wheat, corn, barley, oats, canola, because the seeds inside the crop circles, in their lab and out on their farms, produce for up to 400% more food, up to 75% more nutrition per seed, they realize that this is how we're going to save the food supply once we get rid of Monsanto and their cousins, is that with reverse technology of the crop circle thinning vortices, we are able now to manipulate plasma and 
bring back all these things that have gone missing. Wow, that is um, an amazing find and scientific discovery. It actually gave me a headache. It's so big for my brain. I was just like, oh my God. So for nine years, I've gone out to the world and said, first extraterrestrial contact, not realizing that it was actually coming out of the Earth. And when it got the right frequency, then the ET technology joined. And us, us, how finally we could see it this way, how I think people will really be able to grasp what a big picture this is, and that we really are all one, and that we really do work together. And when we can move into understanding plasma and learning to measure it, manipulate it, and work with it to the benefit of humankind, evolution is going to be immediate, and nobody will be able to stop it. And um, I'm really looking forward to it. All of these free energy devices are working with me. How does somebody know they're being informed by E.T. or um, another being? A lot of times it's very subtle. When you wake up and you have all this new information in your mind, you may want to start asking questions to your inner self. And I think a lot of people think, oh, it was just a dream. And they minimize it and don't get to receive further contact if they get scared. And the one thing I know of the ETs is that if you go out at night or day, you open your arms, your heart, your mind, and you say, welcome, I really want contact, they will find you. If you watch these scary movies made by Hollywood for millions and millions of dollars that are aliens or metal and they come in these ships to murder you and watch your children bleed and die in front of you, well, that's Hollywood's mission, to scare people from welcoming them. And unfortunately, Hollywood is run by um, those that don't want the real information getting out. But if we turn off the TV and choose to not go to violent movies or dishonest UFO movies, then we have the ability to focus on the real information, the documentaries that are telling the truth. And I don't say this to brag, but I think my movies are pretty much top of the game with crop circles because they were all direct information from the circle movies. None of this was stuff I studied, um, learned from other people. This is all experiential in the crop circles of England, which my best of my knowledge is still the epicenter. On the other hand, there might be areas that have way more crop circles than England, but they're not documented so nobody knows. The technology, are, is there uh, this kind of technology out there today? You talk about free energy, but in today's world of technology, is there examples of ET technology or um, something that's quite advanced? My recent movie called The Shift Has Hit the Fan. I present a serial effect generator. And John Stirl is a lovely elder English man that's been working on it for many years. And his team is bringing it closer to um, getting beyond research and development into the um, public. When they go public with it, uh, it's explained in my movie that a small house will be able to buy a serial effect generator, S-E-G, and it's spelled S-E-A-R-L, serial aerospace serial technologies, if you look it up on the internet, 
they have this fantastic device, and they did it in a beautiful blue, and it's on the cover of my movie, The Shift with the Fan. It's that pretty. So John Cyril himself, after seeing my movie, said, wow, she did a good job, and she'll go far by putting our machine on the cover, because I think theirs is going to be one of the first ones to hit the market. And what this machine will do is it will power an entire house over a lifetime with no fuel, no repairs ever, and it'll cost about $1,500, $1,500, you can power your house for a lifetime, $2,500 for a bigger house or a business building with the Serial Effect Generator, it will run for your lifetime without ever needing repair because the way they designed it, it runs on ambient energy, air. It runs on air. And the machine is set up so that it's got magnets that continue to track each other in a circle. So once you give it the initial flick with your fingers, it never stops. It's magnetic, and they never touch each other. They just keep moving. And if these round devices, magnetics, never touch each other, then they never wear down. But there's no motor or gasoline or fuel or oil or any of these toxic things. It's completely non-toxic, and it never needs fuel because it runs on air. Wow, that, it just shows you that we're entering a, another new age of technology. Yeah, we've been in it for a long time. It's just the media is still being paid heavily to hide it, and the government are scared to death that it's going to get out because then they can't you know, make money on oil and create wars to go in and steal the oil from countries that don't deserve this at all. And the Earth herself. It's begging us to wake up. You know, it's not like these volcanoes and hurricanes and tornadoes are accidental. She is demanding our attention, and luckily people are waking up. The shoot that I did this summer in England, I went into a crop circle with Sasha Stone, and he's the head of the New Earth Nation, which your audience should look into. Fantastic organization, and they're working with all these advanced technologies, creating self-sustainable communities around the world. And I took him into his first crop circle, and as soon as we got there, there were five great women, and he knew one of them. And I had no idea that I was in a crop circle with the QEG team, Quantum Energy Generator, another free energy device team. And this was just the women. One of the women was married to the designer. I'm sitting here holding my Tesla coil that she gave me as a gift. Um, but these five women are bringing to the world with a few great men and scientists and physicists and investors the quantum energy generator, QEG. And they actually open sourced it on the Internet so that you and your neighbors can go create this for yourself. And it goes four feet into the ground a solid copper rod, and then an antenna of metal goes 30 feet into the air to pull in natural energy from the ionosphere. The copper rod goes into the ground pulling in earth energy, and in the middle, sitting in your house, is the quantum energy generator that works the plasma to the right frequency to light your house. Now, this is available online, the formula to create this. And there's a video that's like a one minute or two minute 
where you see them light their house, the whole line of light bulbs light up, and it was the day that it went and worked. And they're all screaming, yeah, you know, it worked. So we have everything right now. We just need to leave the old paradigm behind, leave the governments behind that are not willing to move forward with us, to leave behind the television and the media that's not willing to be honest, and um, step into this new world because it is going to be so fantastic. And I have kids. A lot of my friends have kids. And from what I've seen, I just drove 5,000 miles across America. The wildlife and the birds are almost gone. Now, this was alarming. And now I'm up uh, in the Rocky Mountains at 8,500 feet. I've seen one deer in a week, half a dozen birds. That's it. These government dark agenda programs of chemtrails, dumping aluminum, barium, strontium on humanity, have killed the wildlife, destroying organic gardens, destroying the food supply, and all of these things just need to be left in the past. And that's why I'm working this hard for free, even though I'm past, even though I have rotten distribution, I'm not stopping because I love my planet, and I love my family, and I love a lot of people here that are really doing everything that they can to step forward. And um, that's who I am, that's what I do, and I hope that your people will visit pattygreer.com. And if you can't remember that, just say Patty, drop circles into Google, and you'll find me all over the place. So that being busy. That's excellent, uh, Patty. Thank you for your time and your knowledge and experiences and stories. And um, there's there's still more to talk to talk about, but time is of the essence. So um, thank you very much. And thank you for having a radio show on the internet and bringing this to the people because it's people like you that are helping the world wake up. Thank you for spending the time to listen to the show. If you want to learn more, check out sansish.com. That's S-A-N-C-I-T dot com. Join Sansish Group on Facebook and contact us if you have any questions. Until next time, have an awesome day and rock on.